Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2941, Simple Living Tips for the Stressed Out or Recovering Perfectionist, part one, by Krista O'Reilly, David DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca, and I'm Justin Mollick. Now today I have a bit of a longer post. I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one and start optimizing your life. Simple Living Tips for the Stressed Out or Recovering Perfectionist, Part 1, by Krista O'Reilly, Davi Tigui of lifeinprogress.ca. For years, I sought out kindred spirits or wisdom-filled guides for how to live an intentional but simple lifestyle in books, and later the internet. If they were raising chickens, I wondered if I should too. If they are baking homemade bread, then I bought a grinder. I'd pour through homeschool books and try to model my plans after theirs, Charlotte Mason, Montessori, classical education. Everything appealed, and nothing quite fit. I needed to quiet the noise and carve out my own path. I deep dove into financial books and natural health, into personality types and promises to order my life. I gleaned and tucked away knowledge hungrily, greedily, like an addict the night before detox begins. I kept hoping and trusting that someone out there had what I needed, the perfect answer to tidy up my life and make it all feel simple and easy. I was highly principled, purposeful, and perfectionistic. And I was tired. Quote, perfectionism is sometimes a disguise for high-functioning anxiety. Nicola Pierre-Smith. I jumped through all the hoops, yet always came up short. Forgot to have fun as I planned thoughtful activities for my kids and tried my darndest to live up to your standards and mine. I often forgot to enjoy the simple gifts in my beautiful, ordinary days. Somewhere along the line, I had adopted the lie that my worth was wrapped up in my performance and it was hard for me to breathe. I yearned for a slow and simple lifestyle, but complicated it by trying to measure up or keep up I felt anxious and resentful. I didn't realize yet that I was already good enough and had absolutely nothing to prove. I was looking for freedom, but kept picking up another set of chains. Simple living tips for the stressed out or recovering perfectionist. So although I don't want you to blindly follow me, I will offer some simple living tips for the stressed out, worn down, or recovering perfectionist like me. Number one, choose good enough. Lower your standards and then lower them two feet more. I'm serious. Your brain will always scan for what could be better or how you should be doing more or better. Done is good enough. You don't have to be the expert on all things, agonize over every decision, make everything from scratch or research to the point of never taking action. You are allowed to put your feet up and rest or to make room for play, 
and you have permission to leave the laundry a while so you can tend to yourself like you matter. Simple doesn't always mean easy, and staying aligned with your goals and values requires a conscious effort. When you take on a new project or decide to shift your lifestyle, be careful that you don't become so hyper-driven or focused on the end game that you lose sight of your bigger values or underlying motivation and misplaced joy along the way. For example, is a minimalist home the goal or is space to rest and breathe the goal? Is living with health and joy the goal or is living a rigid, no-tox, organic lifestyle the goal? Make peace with some mess. I see no way around it. If you wanna raise creative kids, you need to make space for creativity. If you wanna have meaningful conversations, you will be challenged. You can spend your whole life running a spotless and well-oiled home or striving for a perfectly balanced and ordered life and forget to make space for creativity or the work that truly lights you up. The way to simplicity can be messy. Number two, calm the noise. When you're stressed out, worn down, or a perfectionist trying to break free, chances are you spend a fair bit of time comparing. You might wonder why it is that everyone else seems to move through life with ease or keep it all together, but you never see the full story. What everyone else is up to isn't actually your business anyway. Your work is to do the messy inner work to identify your own compelling reason for letting go of stuff or hustle and then put blinders on and live in alignment with your why. Create before you consume. Gleaning from others can be fun, but what's even more delightful is tuning out the noise that constantly calls you to keep up or measure up. Social media, books, DIY shows, friendships that leave you feeling less than. Cull, cut, and unsubscribe until you can breathe again. And get honest about all the ways you're allowing procrastination, perfectionist dirty little secret, to hold you back from doing the work or going after the life you want. Anytime you hear yourself saying you should do something, dig in to determine if you need to reframe, like I choose to versus I should, or challenge that story and move on. Number three, practice self-compassion. You're likely your own worst critic. Learning to stop your negative self-talk and replace it with a kinder truth is imperative to living a simple and joyful lifestyle. Be your own best friend by getting clear on what you need for optimal well-being and stop feeling the need to explain or justify your decisions to others. You have a right to choose your own slow and simple path, whether others agree or approve. Be wary of becoming critical, rigid, or controlling with others as you aim to simplify. You may be quite sure your way is right, but make space for dialogue and listening to each other's dreams as you move forward. Living with your self-compassion often means spilling more compassion over onto others who are also bumbling their way along imperfectly. Make it a goal to work on accepting criticism without anger. When someone disagrees with or even dislikes you, it does not inform your identity or worthiness. Learn to laugh at yourself. We're all a little messed up in my opinion and learning to cut ourselves some slack is important. Deepening self-awareness and self-compassion will allow you to infuse your relationships and life with more humor. Own who you are, remember that you're a work in progress and enjoy a good belly laugh. And I'll share a secret with you. I procrastinated on publishing this post 
because I worried it wasn't quite good enough, insert eye roll and chuckle. One of the best simple living tips I can offer is to own the truth of how you show up in the world and have a good laugh about it. Humor always helps. Number four, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Simple Living Tips for the Stressed Out or Recovering Perfectionist by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca. Thank you to Krista. I liked that point about losing sight of our biggest values or underlying motivation when we decide to take on a new project or shift our lifestyle a bit. This definitely has happened to me where I know I simply wanna be healthier, so I adopt a new exercise routine, but then it becomes an obsession with that routine and all about making it perfect. I might try to find the right workout program or try to have the perfect schedule, which then makes me lose sight of the whole purpose, which is just to simply probably move more for better health, which is really a simple thing and that doesn't need all this thought and preparation. I don't even think this only applies to perfectionists. I'm sure all of us have been caught in this cycle at some point or another. So a little more acceptance or choosing good enough, like she said, will likely go a long way here. But we're just halfway through the post for now. We'll start with number four tomorrow. So for now, thank you for being here and listening every day. And I'll see you tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.